0: Okay, the time is 6 p.m. I now call this meeting in order. This meeting is being held as a connected meeting in accordance with the special procedures during declared disasters. And I'll ask the recording secretary to take the roll call.
1: Chair Basner? Present. Vice Chair Lang? Present. Board Member Evans? Present. Board Member Ashburn? Present. Board Member Borgelt? Present. Board Member Gould? Present. Board Member Plusinski. Present. Castle Rock Historical Society and Museum Liaison, Ron Clausen. Town Council Liaison, Council Member LaFleur, here. Staff in attendance, Brad Boland. Present. Uh, Matt Gohl. And myself, Abigail Nichols, thank you.
0: Thank you. All members of the board are present or participating electronically. Thank you everybody for making it this evening. Uh, Mr. Boland, has this meeting been uh, meeting and agenda been noticed in accordance with the open meetings laws? It has. Thank you, sir. Uh, meetings from the October 4th, 2023 board meeting have been distributed to the board. If there are no changes, additions, or deletions to the minutes, a motion to accept the minutes as presented will be accepted. Do we have a motion? I'll make I move a motion the minutes to, to be approved. <laughs> okay. Uh moved by Miss Evans. Uh, Mr. Lang, do you want to second that? Sure, I'll second it. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um if we could I have a roll call vote, please?
1: Chair Basner? Aye. Vice Chair Lang? Aye. Board Member Evans. Aye. Board Member Ashburn. Aye. Board Member Borgell. Abstain. Board Member Gould.
0: Aye.
1: Board Member Plisinski? Aye.
0: Thank you. Okay, moved six to zero with one abstaining. Thank you, everyone. Um, the board will now hear updates from town council liaison, council LaFleur.
2: Thank you, Chair. No update tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very cold outside. <laughs> I,
0: I have a question, Desiree. Sure. Um, in the minutes, it mentions that the town council is pursuing pursuing acquisition of almost 700 acres of Lost Canyon open space. Is there any update on that?
2: Uh, no, just that we're still, still. pushing forward. Okay. Yeah, on, on that acquisition, so okay. yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, of course. If I, and as soon as I hear anything, I can update you guys. Yep.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Yep. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, moving on, we have our public hearing item. HPB 2023, 021 Cantrell School, 213 Cantrell local landmark designation. The board must evaluate this proposal under criteria established under the municipal code as summarized in the staff report. The board will hear from staff, applicant, which is staff, (laughs) and all of the public that's here. Uh, Does any board member have conflict of interest or any other matter he or she would like to disclose prior to proceeding on this item? Okay, I'm seeing shaking of nose online as well, so um, I'm gonna skip the whole public comment since there is nobody, and uh, Mr. Boland, if you don't mind, uh, give us your your, uh, presentation, please. All
4: right, so this evening we are here for the Cantrell School local landmark designation. The um, Cantrell School is located uh, on a full uh, city block, between North Cantrell and North Lewis, and 3rd Street and 4th Street. Um, some just quick little history on this property. It was built in 1980, 1897, um, and it played a very important role in the expansion of education in Douglas County. It's a two story Italian villa style building with a tr- three story bell tower. And it operated as a school. It kind of morphed over the years as the needs of uh, Douglas County uh, School District changed over time until 1984. And then it was used uh, for Douglas County School District offices and some, um, I believe, some preschool activities. Um, when they did cease using it as sclu- exclusively as a school, uh, they went ahead and nationally landmarked uh, the property in 1984, which triggered it to be... State landmarked too. Uh, The Castle Rock Historic Preservation Ordinances did not come into effect in 1994, and so that's why it wasn't really landmarked at that time locally. And if you uh, recall, our ordinance requires that the property owner puts in an application. We don't allow third parties to do that. So the school district, you know, for whatever reason, just chose not to uh, pursue a local landmark, uh, since probably since they figured it was nationally landmarked. The town purchased the uh, property in May. Um, Also at that time, we did an amendment to the national landmark where we uh, um, identified the um, history in regards to the history of uh, education in Douglas County and added that to the national landmark um, documents. Um, Here's just a photo of the building uh, a couple weeks ago. Overall, the building's in pretty good condition, but it... DOES NEED SOME TLC AND SO THAT'S KIND OF ONE OF THE REASONS WHY WE'RE uh, CHOOSING TO PUT IT a, AS A LOCAL LANDMARK IS WE ARE PLANNING TO GO OUT FOR VARIOUS STATE GRANTS uh, TO DO SOME REHABILITATION WORKS AND WE JUST WANT ALL, all OUR DUCKS IN THE ROW AND DON'T WANT TO HAVE TO ASK QUESTIONS ON WELL WHY IS IT NOT LOCALLY LANDMARKED IF YOU OWN IT SO THAT'S ONE OF THE REASONS WHY WE'RE, we're PURSUING THAT and, AND ALSO IT JUST um, SIGNIFIES OUR THE TOWN'S COMMITMENT TO PRESERVING THIS BUILDING too. When we look at um a property for local landmark um we're looking at its significance and its historic i integrity we look for it needs to meet two of these items for significance and one item for historic integrity Um, in order in regards to significance we identified that it fits b c d and f so it played a huge role in the education um in douglas county it is a historically um, representative architecture of that era it uses the rhyolite rock which is plays a huge role in you know the heritage of uh, castle rock and it is over 50 years in age um, in regards to historic integrity um, you know staff analyzed it, and it we find that it meets all of those um, it's in the same location the form of the building is the same you know the materials you can still see the rhyolite it's in pretty good shape and really the Craig and Gould is a hist- kind of a, our historic neighborhood is kind of Stayed the same as a you know, single family neighborhood, so the setting, the feeling, has kind of remained the same um, throughout time. So per uh, staff's recommendation, uh, that we recommend that this is locally landmarked, and I do have some uh, motions for you, if you for your consideration. I'm happy to answer any questions, and we do have Matt goal who's been spearheading uh, the acquisition and the renovations here tonight. I'd, I'd just like to disclose that uh, my company, uh, outside of this board, has been uh, working with the town and putting proposals together for the Cantrail building. So, just wanted to disclose that. I don't know if, what implications that may or may not have, but just want to let everybody know that working on on both sides of it of uh, of wanting to do some sort of. I want to
0: accuse you yourself, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Which means I think you got to go in the other room.
3: Yeah, perf-
4: yeah 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 perfect yep and welcome getcha. Thank a- you for. Yeah, thank you for saying.
2: any well
0: i guess i'll wait a minute um brad on this school were, were there any additions done on the school that are going to be taken down i don't know if i have this right but i thought there were some
2: come up and yeah. kind of give a little update yeah.
0: again. At, at one point that nineteen fifties or sixties edition, yeah. I forget what I, I'm just going off a of vague memory here, so yeah, don't me quote too. me on years. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh was talked about as being possibly removed because it had really no historic significance or blended with the character. So, so the the follow on to that is if there are things that are to be removed. Yep. Um, does making this locally landmark affect any of that, um, in our decision, in the decision making process to remove things? Does it put up additional roadblocks or what Well, we could always do it within our, you know, approval with conditions. We could approve this in a way that would allow the town to remove that stuff if we wanted to and not have it come before us again. Okay. Right?
4: Yeah, so we yeah, so if we were to come in, in to do a landmark alter, alteration certificate, um, you would have the ability to decide if it should be removed or not, um, and we go through the interior, you know, the interior standards when we look at that. And honestly, if we're going out for grant funds, we're going to have to follow those, you know, to the T. You know, they want to make sure that we're doing it. Cor- you know, if they're going to give us state or federal dollars, they're going to be looking at it just the same. So in a lot of ways, it doesn't really. Add any additional roadblocks that we would not be okay. um, receiving with state or federal funds.
0: Okay, but okay. If, if this is on the national registry, we'll have to follow those guidelines as well.
4: Right. So for national registry, um, it actually just points to our local our local ordinances. So there's no specific um, national register um, regulations. It's it's when you get federal funds, then you start having to follow some different things. But um, if you if you look at it, um, they just point you back to the local local ordinances.
0: Yeah, but I think Mr. Borgelt's comment is if we if you get those funds, yes, then we will the town will have to follow said guidelines. I think is that that's where you're going, right? Yeah, that's where I'm going.
4: I apologize. Yes. Yeah.
3: Mr. Chair, I have a couple questions, please.
0: Uh, sure, Ms. Evans.
3: Thank you. Um, so my first question was, um, were there any comments at the um, neighborhood meetings that we should be aware of?
4: Oh, Thank you for reminding me of that. So we did have a uh, neighborhood meeting last week. We had one person attend and, attend and they had no questions.
3: And, and then my second question is, um, since we're designating the building does that include the um, entire block um, the landscaped area and everything within the block and i I guess following along the earlier questions does designation limit the ability to make updates or changes to um, the land surrounding the building
4: yeah so it, it would encompass the the whole property. If there was anything that you really wanted to specify on the property to identify as, you know, really significant, you'd have that ability to. Um, Quite frankly, I don't really think there's anything on the grounds that really call for a special call-out. But no, you know, when we do landmark alteration certificates, um, we do have the ability to update historical buildings uh, for, you know, future uses. We, you know, it's just a matter of being sensitive to the context of the historical building.
0: Thank you. So we'll go back to you, sir. I'm sorry, we we kind of veered a, a couple different directions there. So yeah, if you don't mind uh, addressing the, if the addition is going to be removed or not, that'd be great.
5: Sure, no, that's a great question. And again, I'm Matt Gole, I'm special projects manager here at the town. Um, have been working very closely with the Cantrell property. Uh, through the acquisition process. And at this point in time, we do not have any plans to remove that newer addition. Uh, That is something that may happen in the future, Uh, but we are, I think, like many areas at this point, experiencing budget constraints and other things. So we are, uh, just as a brief update as well on the property, the Parks and Recreation Department has started programming at that site. They are doing some initial Um, kind of cultural arts like dance and um, theater type programming there with the idea of expanding that to art classes and pottery, those types of activities in the coming year. Um, To help accommodate that, we are planning some interior improvements to uh, really prioritize um, ADA accessibility. So we're looking at uh, restroom facilities and a lift are the primary components uh, that would allow us to activate more of the space from an accessible standpoint. Um, That does not make the entire facility accessible, um, but it is a step in the right direction on that side of things, so, um, so to answer the question right now, um, the answer is no, we're not planning anything immediately, um, but I think that discussion is still out there in the long term. Certainly, in addition to the ADA, (coughs) excuse me, accessibility inside the building, we are looking at accessible pathways on the exterior of the building as well. And um, from a historic preservation standpoint, been working with Brad, um, looking at the windows, um, the building does have some needs when it comes to the building envelope for uh, looking at things like soffits, windows, tuck pointing on the masonry, those types of things. So we wanna make sure that we're stopping any water intrusion, those types of things into the historic structure. So we are looking at asking for grant funding from the state for window rehabilitation in the coming year. Um, Part of our challenge there is there is no central AC, so we have to balance out the use of window units and those types of things there as well, Uh, but we do hope to make some progress towards that window rehabilitation in the coming year as well. And every one project seems to generate about three or four others, as yeah. you can't look at HVAC without considering window units and also the ceiling heights and on and on through that. So we're trying to prioritize and do it in a way that makes the most sense and really maximize those mm-hmm. grant funding dollars, assuming we get those.
0: Welcome to owning a historic building, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. right? The joys that come with it. That's right. Does any board member have any other further comments
3: or questions?
0: Okay. Mr. Chair, I'd like to
3: move that we recommend approval of the local landmark designation of the Cantrell School. Okay.
0: We have a motion. Sure, and I'll second that. Okay. <laughs> um, if we could have a roll call vote, please.
1: Chair Basner. Aye. Vice Chair Lang? Aye. Board Member Evans? Aye. Board Member Ashburn?
0: Is abstaining. Oh, (laughs) Uh,
1: Board Member Borgout? Aye. Board
2: Member Gould? Aye. Board Member Placinski. Aye. Thank you. On that note, you guys, I just want to remind the board about the uh, board and commission appreciation dinner at the Cantrell School Building on November 14th at 5 p.m.? So, if you haven't been up to it, it's a great opportunity to come see the building. Mark your calendars.
0: So, the motion is approved by a vote of six to zero with one abstaining. I unfortunately will be out of town. I'm not able to make it. I know. So, I expect a personal tour, Desi. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go get Mr. Ashford.
3: Brad, thank you for your work on this. I think this is a fabulous project for the town.
4: You're welcome. And I know Matt has actually been spearheaded and has done a, a tremendous amount of work on this building and will be continuing to do so.
3: Well, thank you, thank you. everyone that's been working on it and and Desi, even the council that approved the purchase. I, I think that it's just uh, a, a giant step for... Uh, Our historic district and for this town and for the uh, variety of uses that it can be uh, put to so
2: that's right thank you diane it's a a like a legacy acquisition for sure for our community no question
0: okay thank you all moving on we will now hear updates from the design review board um, Mr. Borgeld or Mr. Lang, do either of you have an update for us? There's no updates. Nope. No so meeting, uh, meetings have been canceled. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy. <laughs> it's going to be quick. Mr. Clausen isn't present, so no no uh, museum liaison update unless somebody from. Does he anything for us on that? No? Okay. No, I think
2: they sold out of their uh, ghost tours. That was a, another huge success for the seven <laughs> years.
0: Yeah, I ran into. I ran into her on uh, Friday for the kids' yeah. trick-or-treat thing, and she was telling me, yeah, that it was going, cool. yeah. Um, so we'll check quorum for upcoming meetings. Uh, are we going to meet next month, Mr. Paul? It's okay. looking like that. Okay, so I don't have the date in front of me, but uh, first December first 6th. Yeah, yeah. December 6th. Does that work for yeah. everybody sitting at the diocese? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Miss Evans, Mr. Gould. Yes. Okay, so it looks like we'll have quorum for that. Um, does anybody else have anything further before we adjourn the meeting? Ms. Evans, Mr. Gould? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wargeld? Nothing. Mr. Ashburn? Mr. Lang? I'm good. Mr. Okay, well that's easy. The time is now 6.20. I move to adjourn the meeting. Do I hear a second? I'll second. Okay, thank you. Moved by myself, seconded by Ms. Borgelt. Roll call vote, please.
1: Chair Basner? Aye. Vice Chair Lang? Aye. Board Member Evans. Aye. Board Member Ashburn. Aye. Board Member Borgelt. Aye. Board Member Gould. Aye. Board Member Plusinski. Aye. Thank you.
0: Okay. Moved by seven to zero. We are now adjourned. Thank you, everyone.
1: Right. See you
0: later, sports
2: fans. <laughs>